for another edition of the Lockdown Corner. What's up? Welcome back. If you're new, subscribe, rate, review. If you want more of us, follow us on Facebook. If you want, if you don't have Facebook because, you know, anti-Facebookers are now a thing, follow us on Twitter at Corner Lockdown. Fellas, we're back. Not a whole lot has happened last week, but there were a couple things, so let's get right into the news and notes. News and notes from the league. Starting off, Aaron Rodgers, Dan Graziano of ESPN this morning came out and said that the Packers and Rodgers camps are talking, they are negotiating. This isn't really new news, but is there any sort of optimism that this gives you, Alec? Um, No, uh, to be honest with you. I feel like it's very similar to what we've been hearing since this whole debacle started. Um, I mean, I don't think that there's really been a lack of communication issue. I think that there's been maybe a lack of communication to us, the people, and we, the people, deserve to uh, to know what's going on behind these doors. I want to know if I should be prepping myself for a Blake Bortles season or not. So um, it doesn't really change much to me. Um, I still have no idea what's going on, but uh, hopefully they come out with some positive news soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little optimistic about it, though. I think that uh, I think it's a good sign that, you know, they're in talks and obviously it seems like he might be interested in coming back. To me, I think having him back is going to be obviously much better than without him. But I really think it might be a make or break for us next year if we have him or not. You know, obviously with Jordan Love, we have no idea what's going to happen with him, but it's optimistic. And I think that it's good news. And I feel like in a month to a month and a half, we'll get a final decision on where he's going to be next year. Dustin, why would you even want him back? You once compared Jordan Love to Patrick Mahomes. That's a good point. In due time, in due time. (laughs) The thing with this is, People are treating it, this is like breaking news, and this is a new story. This has been the story for the last couple months, ever since the story actually broke on draft night. They were saying, well, there were still extension talks. So, I mean, I'm still prepared mentally and emotionally for a breakup here. And it's not in my takeoffs this week. It's not my hot take. But I can totally see him getting traded in June. We're only a couple weeks away, so... If it's going to happen, it's going to happen in the next month or two. So brace yourselves, Lockdown Nation. That's all I'm saying. The other story that broke today, Julio Jones on the trade block, but now we have a list of teams. We knew he was on the trade block because of all of Atlanta's salary cap issues, which also helped them select Kyle Pitts. It was a pretty easy decision from there. But the list of teams for Julio Jones include the Baltimore Ravens, San Francisco 49ers, the New England Patriots, the Chargers of Los Angeles, and the Tennessee Titans. So, Dustin, does this do anything for you? There's a couple spots I like, but I'll save my thoughts for the end. So, Dustin, what do you think about Julio going on the move to one of those locations? I think, I mean, obviously, he'd be a really good fit in any of those locations. I mean, do the freak. I mean, plain and simple, he can go anywhere and he'll be all-star. But I think the most interesting to me is the Chargers and Patriots. I think with a young gun like Herbert throwing to Julio, I think that could be just a wrecking for every defense in the league. 
And I think that would be a nice fit. But also on the second hand, Julio going to the mastermind, Belichick, and running with that system and Cam Newton and even Mac Jones possibly. I don't know who's going to play. really don't. But I think that would be a good fit too. I don't know, Alec, what about you? What do you see fitting here? I don't see him going to the Patriots. I could see him going to the Chargers. Um, I think that he'd be great at in L.A., I think that you hit it on the head with Herbert tossing him the rock. It would definitely help to solidify that offense. You pair him with Keenan Allen. I mean, realistically, that's a great that's a great situation to be in. Um, another one that interests me, I see him either going to L.A. or going over to Tennessee. And I think that that would really, I mean, solidify Tennessee as a legitimate contender for an actual championship this year. I'm not talking division championship. I'm not talking um, conference championship. I'm talking like they may be able to take it all the way if they get Julio, get him opposite AJ Brown. You got Derrick Henry running the rock. You got the legend Ryan Tannehill under center, uh, an underrated defense. Um, I don't know. I, I like either of those options. What, what do you think AJ Brault? So I think for me personally, San Francisco is the scariest, but if we're talking what's more interesting for fantasy football purposes and just exciting purposes, give me the chargers all day. I just put in our chat Herbert for MVP and there's already a little buzz. I know some of the ESPN guys were saying Herbert for MVP. If Julio Jones and Keenan Allen are your top two guys, I mean, forget about it. That's legit conversation. It's not just ESPN trying to make something up to talk about something in the middle of May. Like, that's a legit offense. Defensively, if Derwin James is healthy, I mean, that's a pretty stacked team. So I like the Chargers, personally. It would not shock me at all if Baltimore or New England made a play because that's just what these teams do. All of a sudden, Baltimore will come out of nowhere and offer a couple first-round picks, and we're like, Wait, what? What? Baltimore, what? That wouldn't shock me at all. And New England is New England. Anytime they do something, I'm not shocked at all. But I guess we'll see where that ends up. But the rumor mill is starting to churn on Julio Jones. So today's big Packers segment, we're just going to run through the schedule. We didn't really talk about it last week when it came out. So this week, we're going to go game by game. Very quickly, because who wants to drone on about 17 games? You guys will just hit the 30-second skip button and ignore all of it. So we're going to go real quick, except we'll stop on some marquee games, including the first one, marquee game. Fellas, I'm going to look at this as Aaron Rodgers is our quarterback, because as of right now, he is our quarterback, technically. So through that lens, for all of these, not just this first game, but Packers at Saints is the kickoff. 325 on Fox America's Game of the Week. Packers, Saints. Alec, who you got? Week one. Well, I am excited to see Jameis Winston toss the rock to Taysom Hill, but I, I don't think that the Saints roster really stands up against the Packers now that Breeze is gone. Um, I, I like the Saints, but I'm going to go with the Packers with the W. Yep, I agree there. I think Packers win first week. Saints with their disastrous salary cap situation i think they're going to struggle next year so i think get the packers win on that one i didn't think the saints were that great last year and now you downgrade at quarterback assuming that rogers is ours win all day so all three of us that's a clean sweep 
in week one. Week two, the Lions Monday night football at home. It is their home opener on Monday night football. Packers, Lions, I think we all kind of agree. Even if Jordan loves the quarterback for this one, I think, is it safe to say it's a clean sweep, all W's? Oh, yeah, it's the dub. <laughs> yeah, Lions stink big time this year. They stink big. Well, there's no golf believers in this bunch for sure. <laughs> so we'll skip ahead to week three. Packers at Niners. It's a Sunday night game at San Francisco, House of Horrors. I mean, fellas, how do you feel about this one? Because I am just going to come out and say I think this is loss number one of the year. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, there is a question mark at who's going to be behind center for San Francisco. Um, but, I mean, realistically, we just hate to win against San Francisco, it seems like. There's there's always, always struggles. I mean, we almost lost to the Nick Mullins rant. With, you know, we, we almost lost to that version of San Francisco. So, I mean, if they have Garoppolo back or whoever they feel good about under center, I don't know. It's going to be tough. Dusty, what do you think? I disagree with you guys. I think that they play well this game, and I think they beat San Francisco. I think it'll be a very close game, but I think it's. I think they can pull it out. God, I hope so. I am so sick of losing yeah. in San Francisco. And actually, even when they come here, they don't seem to want to beat them in any capacity since the Kaepernick years, and none of that's really changed. Although there was that one weird Monday Night Football where the Packers had to come back late at Lambeau and they kicked a field goal to win it. I don't know if you guys remember that game, but anywho, moving on week four, kind of an interesting game. Steelers at Packers, a matchup of OG franchises. It's a 325 game at home. I'm not a big fan of this version of the Steelers, no matter how much Tomlin coaches or apparently they don't blink at all ever, according to Mike Tomlin. So they're going to keep their eyes open and watch a loss. For them, and for Green Bay, that's what I got. Thousand percent agree with you. I, I think that Ben Roethlisberger should have hung it up two years ago. I think he stunk last year. He's going to stink this year. He's just older and less healthy. Right. I hundred percent yeah. agree. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree there either. I think Ben's just not doing the job, and I think honestly, I think drafting and running back first round this year for the Steelers was a bad decision. I really do. I think they should draft a quarterback, so I think Packers went all day. I think they need an offensive lineman. They just lost Villanueva, their left tackle. Like, I don't understand. I get it. You need a running back. They haven't had one since Bell, but I mean, you got to protect your guys no matter who the quarterback is, even if it is cement-footed Roethlisberger yet. They should have snagged Mac Jones. Trade up for Mac Jones, your guy? That's my guy. That's very inside for the three of us because no one heard that draft episode. It's still locked away in a vault somewhere. That's <laughs> <laughs> very inside. That file I threw in the Fox River. Like that is no longer <laughs> anywhere near us. Yeah. So, Dustin, did we get your pick against the Steelers? Yeah, I said Packers win. Again, just wonderful paying attention by me. <laughs> Top quality. This one I'm low-key excited for. We go Packers at Bengals on October 10th. I'm actually kind of excited for that one. Joe Burrow up in person. But it's still the Bengals. I don't trust them. Give me Packers. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that Burrow's going to give us a run. I 
I legitimately think it'll be a one score game, um, but I take Packers in it. It'll be cool to see Mike Daniels back in Lambeau, though. I miss that guy. It is on the road. They are at Cincinnati. Oh, shucks. Is well, that, it'll be nice to, it'll be nice to go visit pick? Mike Daniels. Yeah, I agree. I think you're right, Alec. I think it's gonna be a I think it's gonna be a kind of a fire show where you're going back and forth, but I think Packers pull it out. All right, so just an update. Dustin's got the Packers five and oh. Alec and I both have them at four and one through this point. So week six, Packers at Bears. By this time in the season, we might be seeing Justin Fields. I don't care what the Bears people are saying through the media. First-round quarterbacks, unless you have Mahomes or Rodgers, don't sit very long. I think this is going to be one of the first Fields weeks. So I think it's going to be close, but Rodgers wins at Soldier Field. That's track record. Give me Packers. Not even close. I think that they're going to win by three scores, Packers. Yeah, Bears just don't impress me this year. I agree with you. I think Packers win by a pretty big shot. I think it's going to be closer than you guys are making it just because Packers bears always seems to be close. Cause I noticed if they're not at Lambeau during a night game, it's a lot closer than I'd like, but anyway, rolling on here next week, we go to the Washington racial slurs and actually they are coming to Lambeau. So it is the Washington football club at green Bay clean sweep. Uh, no. no. Oh my God. Oh, boy. I, yeah, Alex, Alex think, on the Washington train. He's that's on the right. train. I forgot about last week's takeoff. <laughs> I think Taylor Heineke pulls off the upset. I think wow. he uses his athletic shake and bake ability, and it, it's going to be a crazy wild night. And I think that Washington comes out with the dub. Wow. That is blasphemous, Alec. I, I don't agree with you. <laughs> I will agree. I think it'll be a good game. I mean, Washington's defense is really good. Like, they're not a joke, so – I think it'll be close, but I think Packers still pull it out. Well, and the Packers always have a couple of stinkers throughout the year, too. You guys don't yeah, – you guys got to remember that. Oh, I'm saving. I have a couple coming up here. Don't yep. you worry. But I feel like the Washington football club – I don't know if you guys watch How I Met Your Mother or even, like, the movie Hall yes. Pass. Like, all the girls are ugly. I feel like that's the NFC East. All the girls are ugly. But Washington's, like, just got enough where they look a little better just because of all the garbage that's surrounding them. That's what I feel like the football club is. So for that reason is why I have the Packers winning. It may be close, but I still think the Packers win. Here's where it gets interesting. They then go to Arizona on a short week. Packers at Cardinals, <laughs> Thursday night football. I have this one as an L. I think it's too hard. I think Arizona is way too talented. And really, it's not a – matter of talent i do believe that green bay is more talented but short week i'm assuming it's going to be a slobber knocker of a game against the former racial slurs so i got the cardinals winning this one um yeah no i disagree i actually the packers tend to impress on short weeks um I, I've seen in the past couple of years, they, they've come off their short weeks and really look great. So I'm actually going to take the pack in this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with Alex on this one. I think Packers lose this one. I think with the short week, I think because it's, it's such a long season to it. So I, so I think with the short week, they're going to struggle on this one. So I think they lose. So if that's not hard enough, at least they get a quote-unquote mini buy. For the following week, because then they go to Arrowhead and face 
the Kansas City Chiefs and them dudes. I don't like this matchup at all for Green Bay. Not that their defense can't handle it, but the Chiefs are like the Golden State Warriors of the NFL. They could be down 20 heading into the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden it's a three-point game, and you're looking around like, what the hell just happened? I don't like this game at all. I know that they beat them either last year or the year before in Arrowhead. I don't like it. I got another Packers L right now. Mahomes wasn't in that, wasn't in that game, by the way. But if Mahomes was in that game, it would be much closer. I just like to say that. Well, and it was a close game even with Mahomes out because I remember sweating until Aaron Jones broke one outside. Yep. Yep, L. Yeah, I agree. I, I think this is another loss for him. Um, it's a really tough stretch, you know, going three tough games right in a row. And I'm not sure that they'll be able to outpower Mahomes. So, yeah, I'll take an L here. Yep. All right. Clean sweep oh. here. L. Yep. Clean sweep. Not the type of sweep that we like, but probably what's going to end up being the case. And also, we didn't take into account full, <laughs> most likely full stadium fans. So, Arrowhead is going to be nuts. But moving on, Sunday, November 14th. Packers come back home, and they get our friends from the Northwest. Russell Wilson and company, the Seattle Seahawks, are coming to Lambeau. Historically, Russell Wilson has not played great in Lambeau. I think they get back on track after two straight losses. I have a dub right here. Yeah, I was there uh, during the NFC Championship game against the Seahawks, and Russell does not look good out and out on Lambeau. I I agree with you 100%. They bounce back. They get the W against the Seahawks. Yep, clean sweep here. I think they win this one. I think you're right, Alec. They're going to bounce back, win this one pretty convincingly. Here's where things get interesting. <clears throat> the normal week, the Packers go to Minnesota. I looked at this game. I tried to convince myself that the Packers would play decent here. I just, there's something about this game. They normally have one stinker to the Vikings every year, it seems. And I don't think they do face up again with them. Their second to last game is January 2nd. They have them at home. I know the Vikings came in a level last year and won. I don't think that happens again, but I do think that the Vikings game in Minnesota is going to be a lot tougher. Oh, man. I'm going to say L. I'm going to get a little risky. I'm going to give them an L here. I don't love that. I think it's going to be close, but the, I can see them losing this game. I disagree. I don't think that the Vikings are going to do well this year. I have them at like six wins. I don't think one of them is going to be against us. I take a W against the Vikes in this one. Yep, I agree. I think Packers win this one. All right. So after that... They go back home, and they have the Rams. So a rematch of the divisional round of last year's playoffs. 325 game of the week. Rams at Packers. I like Green Bay here. They don't really lose at home, and now we're getting into the cold weather. It's late November. The Rams don't want to travel into the cold. That was proven last year in the playoffs. They looked like just miserable. They had no desire to be there. Packers win. Yeah, I agree. We know uh, we know how Matthew Stafford operates. They aren't going to be able to oh, pull off the upset. And there's that element of it, too. Yeah. Stafford's never played well at Lambeau. Yeah, so we take the W there. Yep, I'm agreeing to you. Yeah, okay, I think Stafford plays bad. So, you know, Packers W. All right, rolling along here. Bears at Packers Sunday night football on December 12th. This is coming off of the bye. So they have a bye week here. 
at home against the Bears. At this point, if it's not Justin Fields, then something probably – either Andy Dalton's playing really well or Fields <laughs> is hurt and Dustin's laughing because Andy Dalton playing well. I don't think anyone <laughs> – that, that, that doesn't go in the same sentence. I was going to say, no one in the history of football has ever said that sentence. So, Packers win, easy dub for me. Uh, I disagree with you. I think this Whoa. is where one of our stinkers come in. Listen, the Packers suck after their bye week. They suck off of the bye. That is true. That first half is normally brutal to watch. Yeah. No, I, I, I take the Bears in this one legitimately. I think that they break the uh, what will be six-game losing streak against us with this one. Yep, I agree. Bears notoriously take one away from us every couple of years, and I think this is a the game they take from us. So, backers lose. Wow, did not see that coming. Okay, well then, I'd love to hear what you guys think about this one. Packers go to Baltimore that next week. That's going to be a tough game. It's tough to play in Baltimore. Those games are never pretty. For as rare as they go out there, I remember the last game they were out there, it was pretty ugly except for one long ball to Jordy Nelson for a touchdown. I got – oh, I don't actually know. I thought I was going to have a decision made. I really don't. I'm going to lean Baltimore. I don't love – going on the road. I don't really trust Lamar Jackson either, though, but I, I'm going to lean Baltimore because I'm a pessimistic person. I'm going Packers just because I don't believe in Baltimore's ability to throw the ball. I think that Hollywood Brown was terrible last year. I think that their number one option is going to be a rookie this year, and I think Jair is going to be able to lock him down pretty good. And uh, I don't believe in J.K. Dobbins. So I, I don't think that the Ravens are going to break 300 yards of total offense, and I think that we're going to win handsomely. Yep, I agree. I don't. The Ravens just don't impress me ever. I'll, I'll talk about them later. Wink, wink. But anyways, I, I don't. they don't impress me, and I think backers win. All right. We'll keep removing. Christmas Day, the gift that keeps on giving. The Cleveland Browns are coming to Lambeau. It's a 3.30 start time. So right as you're enjoying your Christmas hams, this game will be kicking off. Packers typically don't lose on holidays, so therefore, going Packers. It's as easy as that. I cannot wait to be watching the Packers slaughter the Browns on Christmas. It's going to be a gift that keeps on giving all year long. I'm going Pack. This one scares me when you said that. Yeah. <laughs> this one scares me. It does. Um, I think the Browns are going to be a reckoning force this next year. And honestly, I think Packers lose. I got them losing this game. Oh, all right. So we split there. I don't blame you. I could see. I just, I could see it. I just also have a tough time believing or saying out loud Baker Mayfield wins at Lambeau. Yeah. It just, yeah. it doesn't. On Christmas Day, too, it's going to be a packed house. Ah, that's a tough one to swallow. But, I mean, there is a world in which I could see it. Moving on, another home game. Packers get the Vikings coming to town. This is a Sunday night game on January 2nd. So, historically, Packers played pretty well. I'm still a little shook up about last year's game when Delvin Cook ran all over him at Lambeau. But I do think Packers get the win here right after the new year. Yeah, I think Dalvin Cook puts up about 250 yards, but it's not enough. I think we win, too. I'm going to disagree with you, too. I think they're going to lose this one. 
Whoa. I think with the long stretch, long stretch year, a lot of hard play games, tough schedule. I think they let one slip. I think they let this one. I think they lose this one. So then we roll along the season finale. Packers go to Detroit. For me, same story as the first game. I don't think this is going to be particularly close. It would not shock me if Jared Goff is hurt or just not playing. I could see this going a hundred different ways, just not any which way where the Lions win. So Packers win, easy dub, finish up the season there. I disagree. I think that the Packers are going to be coming off of uh, a heavy win streak and the Lions are going to be playing for pride in Detroit. And I think that uh, I think that they're going to pull off the upset here to, to end this season. I think I disagree. I think they need to swallow that pride because they stink. I mean, they just stink. I'm sorry. They're just not good. I think Packers has won this one pretty convincingly and end the story. All right. So if my math is correct, Dustin has the Packers – at 12 and five this year with Rogers at quarterback. I want to make sure that that's clear for everyone listening. We are doing this through the lens that Rogers is the quarterback because as of right now at 8, 10 PM central time, May 20th, 2021, Aaron Rodgers is the Green Bay Packers quarterback. That's the lens we're using. So Dustin's got him at 12 and five. I also have him at 12 and five and Alec being the pessimist. He is as him at 11 and six with a loss to Detroit. You know, we could have a clean sweep, same record, but you just had to do it, Alec, didn't you? You just had to do it. Hey, man, I don't know. We, we don't play good against the Lions. We don't. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. We don't play good against the Lions, ever. In LaFleur's first year, the Packers won both games while having a lead for exactly zero seconds. So I don't disagree with you, but I just – this is not your granddaddy's lions. Like this is Jared Goff. This is Man Campbell biting your kneecaps off to win games. Like this, I don't know. I yeah, we're talking about the same first. Jared Goff in the Super Bowl. Sorry to interrupt you. Was same Jared Goff in the Super Bowl who couldn't just make a single throw that game. He was horrendous. He hasn't been good since. He'll have, like, one good game where you're like, oh, I got to pick that guy up in fantasy. And then you start him the next week because your guy's on a bye or whatever. And he gives you maybe eight points. He's more under, more likely to give you under double digits. And I know that's through a fantasy lens. But I just – it's if they don't sweep Detroit, it's a huge failure. And looking at the middle of the schedule, that is tough. They go to Chicago. They play Washington. That's not going to be an easy game at Arizona on a short week, at Kansas City. Like, that's a really tough stretch. So I have a tough time believing they're going to – that's going to be their rough patch. I think if anything makes or breaks their season, that's going to be the section. I, do you guys have any opinions on what you see as a tough stretch? No, I think we agree there. I mean, I, I think it'll be definitely be a tough stretch. But um, I think that the games that we're going to win – are going to be the tougher ones. The games we're going to lose are going to be the ones that we're overlooking. This team has too much talent to be choking in the big games, but I can see us overlooking some some uh, some smaller opponents. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Sorry, you can go. What is it? Oh, that that's it. I was just throwing in my two cents. It happens every year. They are, there's always a game where you're like, oh, they got this. 
and then it's just an absolute show. I we've lived it for how many years now? Yeah, no, I'm, I don't. I completely agree with that. They just, you know, they get that one game where they just they don't play good. I mean, that was the Viking games last year. They just and the Bucks game. So I forgot about that one. But yeah, those two games they just didn't play well. And I think you'll see two of them again this year. Ever they're like vitamins, except instead of one a day, it's at least one a year, if not multiple. So. We'll see how that goes. We are going to take a short break before the return of the takeoff. And we are back. So it's the new sensation that's sweeping the nation. It's this week's takeoff. He had the craziest look in his eyes, and at one point he said, let's get it on. That, 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 that is blasphemous. Because this guy is a tag. Are you out of your mind? Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Are you ready for a showdown? Because it's time for the takeoff. Are you joking me? We're going to be spicy, no? you don't know the rules here's how it works we're each going to give a hot take one that we believe is the hottest in all of the land then we will each grade our other takes not our own but the others takes we will grade on a scale of one to five whoever has the spiciest take will win the belt so far you two are zero and one i am one and oh so let's see who gets the belt this week alec let's start with you Woo-hoo. What? When? Where? Why? What's your take? I think that Baker Mayfield is going to play so poorly that he doesn't start the second half of the season for the Browns. I think that they may make a trade, that they may bring in a veteran like Ryan Fitzpatrick. I do not think that Baker Mayfield is the starter for the entire season for the Browns. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. I can see that happening. I'm going to give you a four from me, because I do think that's totally legit possibility, especially if they think that they're ready now and Baker's not playing well. That totally conceivable. Great take. That's a four out of five. That is a hot take, Alex. That's a very hot take. I will give you that. I don't completely agree with it. I think that Baker's going to play well this year. I do. I like Baker. I like his fire. I like his enthusiasm towards the game, towards his like teammates. So I think he plays well. So I don't agree with it. I'm going to leave it. But I'll give you a, I'll give you a 3.5. That's a pretty good take. I will say that. It's hot. 3.5 for Alec. Quick math. Five? Wait, is that right? I don't know how to do math. I'll edit this out of the podcast. <laughs> I did do it right. It should be 7.5 divided by 2, right? Yeah, and it came up with 5.75. I don't... That doesn't add up. 7.5 no, divided by 2 is 3.5. What, what is going Wait, what? Why are, why are we just doing that? Yeah. I gave him a 3.5. You gave him a 4, so it'll be 3.75, but Yeah. Well, my calculator is effed up because I'm looking at it and it's... You just you just meet in the middle. That's all you do. And that's 3.75. You know, I like to double check my work because I have to at work. It drives right. me nuts. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say it was a user error. So Probably. <laughs> I'm terrible at math. This is why I have to double and triple check everything with the calculator because I don't trust this. <laughs> I might... You know what? I might leave this in. 
just to I look like maximum jackass. I might just leave it in. Alex has brain problems. Rolling along. Seven concussions later. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give mine now because I'm very excited about this. I don't know if I'm going to beat Alec or not. But, Spicy, though. Oh, I'm ready. Are you guys sitting down? Because it's about to get really hot in this bitch. I believe, and in predicting, and I'm standing by this, it's not for the game, that Tua Tungavailoa will become one of the NFL's most improved players. He becomes the Offensive Player of the Year and the Dolphins win the AFC East over the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Are your eyebrows on fire? They should be. That is an unbelievably hot take, Alex. <laughs> I, I do not take it. I, I'm leaving that one. That, I, I don't oh, believe ooh. in Tua. I do not believe in Tua. I will give you a four on the hot take, though, because that was, that was pretty spicy. But, yeah, I leave it. Yeah, that, um, I don't. I don't agree with Alec. I don't really believe in Tua either. I I do agree with the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins have a good shot at taking the division. I will agree with that. But Tua, I'd say it's a little far fetched. I don't see him improving that much in just this off season. I just think he has way too much to work on. I think it's too much moving pieces. So I'll leave it. But it is a really good take. So I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a three. I'll give you a three. Wow, that was anticlimactic. But let me defend myself real quick. He saw flashes of Tua. That Arizona game, he led them back. That was a big-time flash. They now have extra weapons. Jalen Waddell, come on down. They got themselves a running back, Phillip Lindsay. I believe that it's not that far-fetched that he's all of a sudden going to become this breakout player, and all of a sudden the Dolphins are like, oh, we got a quarterback. Because once they get a quarterback, they're set. And there's no safety net with Fitzpatrick this year. They could still bench him for God knows who, but it ain't Fitzmagic. So there's no safety net. So if he's not good, it's going to be the total opposite of this prediction. But the Dolphins are damn close. And if Tua plays well, not only did they win that division, but he's probably going to be a big reason for it. So, Dustin, what do you got? What's your big take this week? Last year you talked – or last year. Last week you talked all kinds of junk. What do you got to follow up with it? Yeah, I was a little disappointed by that. I'm not going to lie, guys. I, I thought that was really, like, singe your eyes and you just, like, just slap back. You know, like, yeah, whatever, dude. That sucked. So I was a little disappointing, but I think this one is a little spicy. I hinted at the Ravens, so we'll go into it. So, in my opinion, I think that Lamar Jackson will never win a Super Bowl in his career. I think that he is just – I know, and that's why I didn't say it was that spicy because I really didn't know how you guys feel about this. And so – you know, don't I, I hate the people when I say this where they're like, oh, it's because he's a, you know, he's a black quarterback. Well, no, I'm not even going to entertain that. It's just stupid. I he just brought think, up race. No, I'm just saying when I talk about this, white guy from Manitowoc brings up race. I know. And this is why I'm like, I'm like, whoa, why don't we talk about it? <laughs> but no, I won't even entertain that crap. But I just think, I mean, the dude can't throw the numbers, plain and simple. I mean, you look at him every like serious, like big time game, dude can't throw. I mean, he can't throw aside the numbers, overthrown balls like crazy, spiked in the in the ground. It's just he can't throw. Like he's explosive, he's entertaining as hell, fast as a mofo. But other than that, he, he can't play. Like he just can't. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll have to take that. I, I I don't see him winning a Super Bowl either. I can't see him putting it together enough to be able to win. 
the the grandest of them all. I think that he is in the best possible situation that he could be in with John Harbaugh as his coach. Because I think John Harbaugh is like the number one players coach in the league. I think that he is the closest with all of his players. And Lamar needs somebody like that who can stand behind him and be his advocate. But yeah, I just, I don't think that he has it to, to take it to a Super Bowl. I'll give you a three on the take and, and I'll, uh, I'll take it. I agree with that. I don't think he's going to win, but I also don't think it's his fault. And the reason why is because there's a guy that plays in Kansas City that's going to be real hard to wrestle the trophy away from him. So, and I think he's good. I may like him more than others. He's finally getting more weapons. They realize, oh, we need to get this guy some help. So he has a decent running game. The Ravens always have a running game. It doesn't even matter who their running back is. They're always decent running the football. They got him Rashad Bateman. He's got Hollywood Brown. He's got his tight end. They got weapons. I just don't think it's his fault. Their defense is always solid. It's just there's a dude that wears 15 that plays in Kansas City. That's going to be real tough to beat. But on the other hand, Patrick Mahomes has been waiting for him in the playoffs. So how many times has that happened? I don't think it's happened yet. So the other, on the other side of it, he's going to get there first. I don't think he'll ever surprise Mahomes. But you got to at least meet him there to, fi- to figure out if you can beat him. I don't think he can. And Herbert's coming. Tua, I believe, is coming. I, there's going to be guys that are up and coming. So I think his best shot was a couple of years ago when he won the MVP. So I don't believe that he will ever win a Super Bowl, but I also believe that it's not really his fault either. So with that, drum roll, please. The winner of the second ever takeoff, Mr. Alec Rout. You are this week's winner of the belt. Clap it up. He's the winner. 3.75 was your winner. I was second place with 3.5 and Dustin three and a quarter. So, Alec, would you like to make a speech before we do Random Packer of the Week? Well, you're all winners in my eyes, but I'm the only one with the trophy. Um, You guys, your your takes pale in comparison to mine, and I'm not saying that I'm the better person, but I do want to say that, you know, I'm, I'm the better person. So um, thanks, guys. All right, Alex, you're going to have to bleep this out, but fuck you. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I Random Packer of the Week time. <laughs> I'll give mine first because I'm a little disoriented. Uh, I'm going to pick Chris Jackie, 90s kicker. The reason Ooh. I thought of him this week is it was recently Mother's Day. I went to kindergarten with uh, Chris Jackie's son, Jonah, and um, I'm pretty sure there's a story. I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure Chris Jackie hit on my mom. I don't really know why I thought of that. But uh, so, yeah, there was that whole thing. So, Chris Jackie, that pile of shit is my backer of the week. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> Alex always knew him as Uncle Chris. He would come <laughs> over sometimes. Anyway, um, my random. <laughs> my random packer of the week this week is Ryan Grant. Um, because 
Yeah, there's a blast from the past. Woo. He was the first Packer that I asked my my grandparents to get me a Packer jersey of. They had already gotten me a Brett Favre jersey. I didn't ask for it. I didn't really know that you could get jerseys. Um, and then after I got my my Brett Favre jersey, I was like, I really like Ryan Grant. Can I get a Ryan Grant jersey? And uh, yeah, he had that one really great season where he went on like a five game run of getting like 800 yards in five games or something crazy like that. Um, but yeah, Mr. Ryan Grant. My random pack of the week is Johnny Jolly. Oh, wow. Yeah, the man, the man who just couldn't <laughs> stay away from the sticky icky. I'll tell you what. Man, I miss I Jolly. Like, yeah, I would just like to say he was very good when he played. He, he was, was very so talented. Good. He was very he was, talented. So he was that Diet is my... Kenny Clark, but my God, he was good. Man. Yes, he was very good. All right. Well, we're just saying the same thing. And by we, I mean I. I'm just repeating myself. Johnny Jolly is a blast from the past. I'm I am shook it. But anyway, that's okay. I'm going to go sleep this off because it's the end of the show. We're done. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Sorry it went off the rails a bit. But, you know, that's how we work here at the Lockdown Corner. Why do a straight-up sports show? You want your nonsense, too. That's what makes us a little bit unique. So, if you want more of that unique chaos, you can follow us on Facebook or on Twitter at Corner Lockdown. You can follow each of us on Twitter as well. Just search our names. Or you can find me at AJ Brault, you can find Alec, A underscore route, and Dustin Bergine. Give the people your Twitter handle because I don't remember it. Dustin Burgundy, 51. Simple as that. Well, there you go. Straight up. We're not a super creative bunch. Just type in our names and you'll probably find us. But that'll do it for this week's show. Thank you for listening. Say hello to your mother for us. And as always, go pack go. And actually, side note, Heat Bucks this weekend as the only resident Heat fan. I want to say good luck, but also heat and five. Do it for the culture. Let's go heat. Let's go heat. Let's go heat.